Welcome into the official broadcasting live from the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, PA. That's right. We're taking the show on the road. Well, actually, just I'm on the road, but still bringing you the content that I know you love, the content we love. And uh, of course, we got a great show for you again this week. Going to do the check-in with how these players are doing. Been doing this every other week or so during the season, catching you up on all the different high school players, who's rising, who's falling, who's making good on what we thought they were, and who's making us question, are they as good as we thought they were? Um, and so bringing you all the, the relevant updates for potential future fantasy freshman drafts and all that good stuff here on the official. We will have the whole team in tow tonight. And so like I said, this is the official. All right, all right, gentlemen, welcome in. Of course, we're love to have the whole team. Mostly we do, sometimes we don't, but you know, glad to see everybody's smiling faces. Um, we have a great show tonight, but before we get started, of course, just want to throw out there, I'm wearing a polo shirt tonight. I'm on a work trip, however. Um, homefieldapparel.com is our partner for this season and they have a fantastic, Vintage, uh, retro-ish college wear, t-shirts, pants, hoodies are great. Uh, I think they even have added hats in the last year. Um, and really any team you can imagine from St. Peter's all the way up until, uh, you know, UGA and Alabama, every college or most colleges, uh, they have apparel for those teams. They partner with the universities, come up with really great vintage-inspired um, looking graphics that really you know, encompass the, the teams and the, and the university. So go check out Homefield Apparel if you haven't dot, um, com if you haven't already. I don't have a shirt on tonight, but go check them out for yourself. And if you're a first-time buyer, Campus2Canton is the promo code to get you 15% off your first purchase. Of course, also go check out Campus2Canton.com. That's with the number two, both for the promo code and for the website, uh, our parent website that has everything you need for College fantasy football, Devi Dynasty, and NFL side fantasy football. Anything you want with memberships starting as low as $2.99 per month. Okay, we've got that out of the way. Important stuff, but we really want to dig into the players. We're doing our weekly recap. I think this is weeks, uh, is it six and seven of the high school season? I think that we're at high school starts a little before college. And let's just lead it off at the top. We've kind of been doing always a, an update on Dylan Raiola. In the beginning of the season, it looked a little clunky. However, uh, David, we'll throw it to you first here. Um, looks like he's been pretty dang efficient uh, for the last little bit here. Uh, maybe on the season, looks like he's getting close to 70% completions. He has not thrown an interception yet. Stats aren't overwhelming, but what are you seeing from Dylan Raiola you know, as we continue to track this number one quarterback on most services. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's doing really well against pressure. This, this throws pretty crazy here as he's coming down. Mm. Showed a little uh, Ben Roethlisberger there, just guys hanging on him. Uh, this is like a cross body throw, just an absolute bomb. We know his deep, 
deep ball is just the best in the class pretty easily. But um, I don't know. That's, he looks a little more spry, I feel yeah. like. Like, he's not a runner, obviously. We know that. But, like, he seems to do pretty well, like, navigating the pocket. Like, he looks pretty pretty nimble here, at least. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a pretty good improviser. Um, and he's just, like, his efficiency, Ooh. he kind of ducked that guy. So he can make stuff happen, even though he's not really a runner. But um, he's efficient. These are just a couple of – so that was another thing I noticed, like some of these intermediate distance throws. Like, uh, when I watched it before, it seemed like he was mostly, like, placing the ball, and he was sort of, like, guiding it. But now it seems like his arm speed is, like, quickened, and he has more confidence in it and just letting it rip. So I, I don't know. We kind of talked about how he was – he began football like quarterback as a ninth grader and it seems like the more reps he gets the more comfortable he gets yeah and just look at the stats i mean just for people out there you know 229 yards in week two or week six and then week seven 276 yards he's not blowing the doors off he's only really attempting 15 16 passes a game which might be what he does at georgia um but uh you know i think buford is a traditional powerhouse they are usually a you know a run-based offense from what i uh, gather, but it's a very good program playing at very high level Georgia football, which we all know. Um, I don't know if we have his SOS on hand right now, but we know it's good, um, especially playing uh, 38 SOS, uh, which is pretty good, better than average. And so, but yeah, it's like he flashes, he's not overwhelming with stats, but you can see in the clips there. There is Mahomesian improvisation that you said, and he's always been compared to Mahomes a little bit since his sophomore year of high school, you know, which is obviously pretty unfair, but he's interesting with that kind of off balance, off platform ability to get the ball in the hands of his receivers from any place on the field. Um, and so, and the deep ball is pretty nasty as well. Um, I agree with you. He looks like he's started to maybe get a little bit more comfortable with whatever Buford's running on offense, whatever types of defense he's seeing. Uh, and maybe there's just a small transition there, but he looks a little more comfortable of late. Um, uh, throwing it to Matt here uh, for the other video or another video we have of the quarterbacks, Walker White, friend of the show, Walker White. If you don't remember, he, he was uh, on – the official about six to eight times last year. We followed him every month or so with an update of his season. One team that his um, Little Rock Christian Academy has always had trouble with is Pulaski Academy, which is kind of a powerhouse in the state of Arkansas. Just got word he they dominated Pulaski last week. Loved to see it. Finally, Walker White gets the monkey off his back, able to beat Pulaski Academy. And now I hope Little Rock Christian is maybe uh, – you know, cruising towards state, you know, a state championship potential here. But tell us about Walker White, Matt, and what's he showing us this year? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's continued to show that his crazy athletic ability there, at least on that uh, nice hurdle. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's what you want, and when you're looking for like the prototype kind of quarterback, I mean, he's got the arm, he's got the mobility. Um, he was just, we were just hoping to see him put some more things together. He didn't go to the Elite 11, which uh, you know, left more question marks on his profile than uh, a lot of the other guys, at least. But, I mean, he I mean, he looked good there. A little shaky in a couple other games that we watched. Uh, but, I mean, definitely progress. I, I mean, he dominated this team. This is 
you know, one of the best in the state, uh, a team that's given him trouble in the past, as you said. So, uh, I mean, it's great. It's what you want to see. And uh, he's probably the next, you know, multi-year starter there at Auburn. Yeah, Auburn has truly nothing at quarterback right now. I mean, Peyton Thorne brought in a transfer. He's been brutal. Uh, I think the door's wide open. What we want to see is, uh, you know, fantasy people that these guys have opportunity right away. He's going to be an early enrollee. I think there's a chance. It's pretty rare in Power 5 to have a true freshman starter right off the bat. But, like, this is the opportunity that we would be salivating over uh, to get early playing time for Walker White. Very excited about that. You're absolutely right. The tools are all there. Um, I was looking at his max preps on the season. He's still flirting with 56% completion, which has kind of been the MO his entire career, um, which has always been something we wished we could see a little bit higher. Um, Want to see, you know, 65 getting into the seventies for some of these truly elite guys. But when you can dominate on the ground, the way he has last year, 821 yards on the ground, we know he's got that in his bag you know, we could be a little more lenient with the arm and we will see what happens. If nothing else, there could be some packages for him as a true freshman, the the Tebow style where you come in and basically do some running, maybe some jump passes or something like that. But he's going to, I think he's going to get on the field as a true freshman, um, just judging by what they've got at Auburn right now. So that's exciting. Uh, Glad to see him. You know, obviously we have a little bit of a personal connection and really glad to see him uh, get that win against Pulaski Academy. All right, David, DJ Lagway, what else can we say about him? I and mean, we've talked about it a few times this year. He just keeps putting up absolutely bonkers numbers. What's he done now? Yeah, he's just ultra efficient at this point. You know, 75% completion percentage, uh, 31 touchdowns to three interceptions, and he still has the rushing to boot. So, uh, he's kind of just dominating his competition. The SOS is pretty low right now at seven. So hopefully we get some more challenging games like later in the schedule here and and uh, hopefully he dominates those as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, he looks, he, it seems like he just looks better and better. His uh, mechanics, what do you guys think? Of, we can just discuss it, like his mechanics and stuff. Every once in a while, he kind of has like, it looks a little funky, a little long and stuff, but I think you can tighten it up a little. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. A lot, a lot agree, of times ahead, he's just throwing off platform too, just whipping them. So, I mean, you know, he's definitely not the most refined quarterback, but I don't think it's you know, awful either. When he's trying to just, you know, just do a standard drop back and, you know, sling it down, you know, for a nice intermediate pass, I think he's usually fine there. But uh, just maybe when he's trying to extend some plays, sometimes he gets a little bit too hesitant. And, uh, you know, even just double-thinking himself when he's about to let go of the ball. So I I think that plays into it. I agree with the out-platform stuff. He seems like he's always throwing, running around, you know, opposite arm angle. uh, And he can flick it. He can absolutely flick it, you know, uh, which is great to see. But he's definitely not your, like, refined CJ Carr type guy in the pocket. There's just – he doesn't have that right now. I don't know if he ever will. I don't know if he needs to. But, yeah, he's got an interesting motion. I agree. It's a little bit clunky, but it seems to work. It does. It seems pretty quick. I know he played baseball, so I think he's got kind of that flick. I don't know what position he played, but almost like a you know middle infielder turning two type flick he's got uh, at times. Um, 
which I love. I love that quick release, but it is a little bit awkward. He's also not the type of runner like a Lamar Jackson. I think he's a little closer to a Tebow style runner, um, you know, where he gets the yards and he's effective, but he's not necessarily like electric, which is okay. Uh, but just this year, I mean, doing literally anything you could ask. Like, I know his SOS, we've said it's low, it's seven right now, that's below average, but like, you just can't ask him to do more. I mean, I, we'll he, he's added he like almost 10% to his completion percentage from last year. I think last year he was at 67. Now he's at 75. That's a, that, that's a good bump. That's big. 75%. Like I was saying before with Walker White, we like to see 65 and then over 70 is really nice for these top tier prospects. Um, <clears throat> Miles O'Neill, a guy that, uh, uh, I want to say, Matt, you brought him up first, maybe? Uh, but, uh, I believe you so, know, yeah. a while ago, I hadn't really heard of him too much, but he's looking great. Uh, talking about completion percentage, 78%. We don't have a video, but uh, he looks pretty nice. And then two guys who have been playing QB since freshman year, so a lot of experience. And we have a video of Caleb Osborne, who's going to Toledo. David, could he be the heir apparent to Daquan Finn, what are we seeing here with K Caleb Osborne out of Michigan? Yeah, he's a really good runner. Um, so this guy's like 6'4", 6 6'5", 6 205 pounds. But you can see he's got really good lateral movement. Um, he's, yeah, I mean, essentially we were hoping that he can be used like Daquan Finn. Um, he can break tackles, strong runner, and he's got enough speed. You can see to take it, take it to the house. Uh, you can see a little, his athleticism a little more here. He just jumps over this dude right here. Um, but yeah, he's been ultra efficient. He's not, he's playing bad competition. So it's like a minus five SOS. But he, yeah. you know, so he has a 73% completion percentage. Take that with a grain of salt. Um, you know, he's got to refine some stuff. It's a lot of simplistic passing and, and He'll get there, but um, he's definitely a super talented runner. He's averaging like 176 rushing yards per game, and his VOE is 6.83, yeah, which a thousand is yards already uh, on this season yeah. rushing, which is six six or yeah. seven games. Like that's nuts. So basically, yeah, G5. Hopefully, he stays G5. I know Syracuse was like going after him. I think they decided it for Jakari Jakari Williams anyway. So, but anyways, hopefully, he stays at Toledo and he can be a a uh, really good fantasy player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seems like G5 with a really good running quarterback. Uh, sign me up. Um, Mabry Matower is an interesting guy, Matt. He's, I believe, committed now to Wisconsin out of the state of Texas, which seems like an interesting transition to go up to Wisconsin there. Looking good on the season so far. And you've got him in here. Um, you know, what are you seeing from Matower? I've watched his videos myself. Wasn't overly impressed, uh, at least with his junior stuff. But what are we thinking on Matower? Because he was an interesting guy, and he looks like Sunshine from Remember the Titans, so you'd love to see that as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's a really big guy. I believe he's like 6'5", 200 around there. He's very mobile, too, on top of it. Uh, I mean, the passing is great. 71% uh, completion this year, 17 touchdowns, zero interceptions, 200 yards rushing. That's, that's all pretty good. He's not playing the highest level of Texas ball, but – yeah, I, I still think he's playing pretty good. Oh, 35 SOS. 35 SOS. That is yeah. good. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't remember if he's played 6A or 5A. But either way, 35 SOS is good. 
Uh, and yeah, I, I was more into him before the season as a CFF bet with, you know, Wisconsin, uh, you know, with the new system coming in. Well, yeah, it's been a slow, rocky start, I think. You know, it hasn't been quite as good as everyone was hoping, but I, I still think it's, it's a pretty good spot for the future. Um, probably not a guy I'm super interested for Debbie, though. I, I don't think he has a very big arm. Okay, fair enough. Maybe CFF only look out for the Wisconsin prospect. And then Aiden Glover, a guy we have talked about a little bit who's been getting some buzz, definitely from the official. And I think the services have also come on with Aiden Glover a little bit. But uh, I will spare us the language used in the show sheet. However, it looks like he has not been uh, great this year so far. Um, last game, 11 for 23, sub 50% completion, 116, zero touchdowns, three picks in week six. And overall, just not having the season uh, maybe that we hoped for when we were uh, hyping him up in the offseason. Uh, he looks very interesting, very toolsy, but uh, so far – his senior season not going as planned there for Aiden Glover. So maybe pump the brakes headed to Missouri, which all of a sudden we were talking off air. All of a sudden Missouri sounds like a great place to go. I mean, the other week, two Missouri receivers had a hundred yards. Like I don't even remember when the last time that might've happened. Uh, You know, they're just, they're going off. That offense is clicking and all of a sudden Missouri looks like a destination on offense. Uh, with the uh, you guys were I didn't even know I was not updated but uh, they got the the OC from Fresno State is what you were saying so that seems to be working out pretty nice okay in the interest of time we can just push it on to running back here Uh, David I'm gonna (laughs) make you talk about him again because uh, you liked him but you were not as high and we all were like oh man David was or Matt was right Matt was right. David Eziomume, not that good after all. And then all of a sudden, he's just been absolutely obliterating the competition. So what's the update here? Yeah, it's it's strange because the service, like all the services have him in like the 30s or something. Uh, but he's just, I don't know, every week. So like, let's, he has almost 800 yards and 10 touchdowns in the last three games. So it's like those first two games, he was averaging like less than four yards per carry. And uh, I think last... not even being used that much. Like he, like he, he wasn't even getting the snaps or carries. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's been a workhorse, which is a big change from last year because last year they, last year was interesting because it was Benjamin Hall went to Michigan. And then I just realized this like last week or whatever that David Mabadinga, something like that, he went to Georgia Southern. So they actually had mm. three FBS running backs in that room. Now it's just him. Oh. So it's like, He's the workhorse, and he's putting up all his numbers. He looks good. Three-down skill set, pretty open, relatively open room, I, it looks like to me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I already moved him up. I think he's I think he's like my running back five or something like that. Oh, yeah, I love to hear that. I mean, he was my one for a little bit uh, in the offseason, and I felt crazy because he's a three-star. But I was like, I just feel like he's got – I don't know. I graded him that way. And then in the beginning of the season, like you said, we expected him to be like, this is the year. There's no more in competition in the room. And he wasn't doing it the first two weeks. All of a sudden it's like, well, I got to rethink this. And now all of a sudden he's bonkers. Uh, so we'll see truth probably somewhere in the middle. Uh, Taylor Tatum. I know that you, David have been talking about him most of the year. He's been a guy you've drafted a lot of our, uh, I feel like our mock drafts and looks pretty good. 
22-252-3. and three. I mean, some of these high school running backs that are really good, like their lines every week are just insane. I mean, it's just normal for these guys to go over 200 yards. Um, but looks good against a 33 power rating um, high school. So Taylor Tatum continuing to do work and uh, going to Michigan, right? So we like that. No, off. no, no, Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma, which is a crowded running back room, actually. But um, he seems like a good prospect, and he's doing it his senior season. And then Matt, Johan Cardenas, coming back after injury and really doing what we hoped to see he would do. He's a top five running back for me. I think he is for you as well. I know for a, I think for a minute he might have been top three for you. I'm not sure if he's still sitting there or if I've got that wrong. Uh, update us on Cardenas looking good so far. Uh, I don't think I ever had him that high. I know Austin is very high on him, too. He might be a top five for him. He's in my top ten, though, I believe. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, great start to the season. He missed the first couple weeks. Uh, we assume still recovering from that ACL injury from late last season. Uh, still wearing the knee brace, but putting up awesome, awesome numbers. Uh, what is it here? Three games, 67 touches, 67 carries, 543 yards, five touchdowns, eight-yard average, and he's also got nine catches for – 172 yards so uh, i mean you can't really ask for much better than that in three games that's uh that's pretty killer yeah. good good efficiency too uh and that receiving i mean that receiving is nice and we liked that about him that i mean eight of the guy. catches came from the, the first game he came back he had oh, eight catches okay. that game which is okay. crazy in itself but that's a lot yeah still but a bigger guy pushing i think 220 able to contribute yeah, up there. the receiving game is very nice that's a three down skill set um, and then two quick kind of negatives here. Jason Patterson, a guy we've been pumping up lately, uh, slowed down by bad competition over the last three games. Is that because he's getting pulled because they're just killing people or he's not really performing even though he should be? Uh, I think they lost all three. Yeah. They lost uh, all three games. So they might've played, might've been a little bit over. They're their all their close games, but like, yeah, his, okay. his efficiency went um, like 5.8. Yards per carry is pretty bad. Yeah, last three games, only 43-251, so not even getting to 100. Not great, not great against negative 24 SOS, I guess, over the last three games. So we were liking him. I don't. I mean, I don't – you know, just for the listener, this doesn't negate the things that we have said about the player. We're just updating you. I and mean, we know that season – I mean, maybe he lost five offensive linemen. Like, we don't know some of the details of the team and the context, but, you know, it's worth noting. Nathaniel Frazier, a guy who I really like, and I know David's on him too, but uh, looking like this season is just not what we hoped. Kind of the fear that David Eziomume was not getting the workhorse stuff. Frazier, on his end, is definitely not. I mean, four games, he's only got 34, 225, and one. That's not very good. He's not even getting 10 carries a game. Receiving 489 and one, not even getting receptions, even if he's like, trying to be a dual threat type guy. So the highlights look great, but full body of work is very concerning. And I'm not going to be able to keep him as high as I have him, I don't think, because how can we project a guy to not be that in high school and then be a you know, workhorse fantasy starter in college? I just That's going to be really difficult. But when he flashes, he flashes big. But the, the whole picture is not looking great for Nathaniel Frazier. And I don't even care that his – Backfield mate is a great, you know, 2025 guy. It, it shouldn't be that bad. Uh, <clears throat> Jeremiah Smith continues to be really good. Um, Going to have to 
figure out a way to give him better grades. Uh, anybody got something to chime in on Jeremiah Smith? I know Matt's been a little bit more easily aggressive with him. David and I have been a little bit more skeptical, but looking good. Nine one one two. Um, any thoughts? Either one of you chime in on on Smith. Anything to kind of update? Other than he's really good. Yeah, All right, I don't so got anything new. Just that he's good. like he continues to be the alpha on that team right now. Yeah, very Tr- much more than Trader. I like uh, Trader's which... skill set, but like, just from a production standpoint, like it's pretty much all Jeremiah. So, yeah, that is true. That is true. He's very much outproducing Trader. Okay, then we've got Micah Hudson, which we like a lot. He's been one of our favorites, and we've got a video here, uh, Matt. He's your still your uh, best receiver the last two classes, I think. Your highest rated, maybe your highest, still your yeah. highest, still your highest rated uh, player ever since we've been doing this. So I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, I actually, uh, I don't think I, I've seen these clips, so these will be surprises to me too. Like that's like that's that. an amazing jumping grab. I mean, he does yeah. that very, very regularly. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've talked so much about Hudson at yeah. this point. I mean, he's just so good at, at every phase of the game. He's a great route runner. He can win contested. He's great with the ball in his hands. I, I don't know what more you could ask for with him, really. And he's a pretty good athlete, too. I mean, 21.4 miles per hour max speed. He's a four-sport athlete. Like, uh, you know, th- th- it's just such a solid profile, and uh, it's really hard to knock him on anything, really. Going uh, committed right now to Texas Tech, which feels a little bit weird, but – I mean, if he continues to go to Texas Tech, he should be a day one starter if he is who we think he is, like literally day one. Um, no question. Um, all right. And then we got uh, KJ Duff, 190 yards, two touchdowns last week. And I think we have a clip of a great catch. David, you want to tell us about KJ Duff? I don't think we've talked about him before. I talked about it once recently, or it was Ooh. one of the shows where we talked about guys from weird areas of the He's from like New York or something from a small area. Oh. So um, I'll show it one more time here. Yeah, he's going to Ruck. I mean, yeah, he's got sick hands. Um, kind of like Jacoby Lane a little bit from the last class. But like, yeah, he's one of those weird. He's like these six, five guys where no one wants to like him because he's tall. But I don't know, man. He kind of moves well and they're going to use him at receiver. It sounds like at Rutgers. So. Yeah, I'm interested. Listed, listed at tight end on 24-7, but if you're saying they may utilize him as a receiver, that could be a cheat code. What if he comes on Fantrax as a tight end? That could be interesting. Yeah, if he can get multi, if he can get tight end eligibility, that's kind of a cheat code situation. Kind of like around I kind of talked about around I guess and that type of type of player. So mm-hmm. someone to look out for. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, great update there. Um, and I think that clip. If uh, Jetpack Galileo from Twitter happens to be watching arrogant hands, that's what I think that's like the definition of arrogant hands. So, you know, if you're watching us, Jetpack, shout out. That's your, I think I attribute that uh, phrase to you. Okay, moving on. We got two tight end videos, which we don't see very much here on the official, but Jamie Tremble. uh, Wow. I'm not super familiar with either one of these tight ends, to be honest with you, but Jamie Tremble. Quite a line here. We've got a little clip. Uh, Matt, tell us about this guy. He's headed to Syracuse. Yeah, we've talked to him a bit, about him a bit before. He's a Tommy Trembles little brother, tight end for the Panthers, if he's still there. I'm not quite uh, sure. He, if he I, really. he's I mean, he's, he's been yeah. a fringe guy. But yeah, athletic freak, I mean, he's got like 
uh, I think Jamie has like a 134 inch broad jump, which is you know 99th or 100 percentile on our database. Super athletic, Oof. going to Syracuse where they've been you know able to make these tight end wide receiver hybrids produce well with uh, Aranda Gadsden. So uh, you know the hope is there. Very good CFF bet uh, with the athletic upside for sure to make it to the league. I like that rationale. You can't knock it. Um, and I like, yeah, what you're saying with what uh, Syracuse has done with some tight ends. And then Decker DeGraff, uh, tight end three-star, headed to Washington. And um, this is a new one for me as well. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, not sure. It's a new new one for me too. Decker yeah, DeGraff. Person. This is all David. David. I just found him with, yeah, just Tell with production. He's like one of the most He's one of the most productive. So here we go. He catches this off this guy's back. It, of course, it's really hard to see, but his ball skills, this one he pretty much picks off the ground in the corner of the end zone there. And then uh, he just lays out for this one. So this dude has some serious ball skills. I didn't, I had never watched him. Washington's kind of sneaky with tight ends, I feel like. I, I haven't. Um, yeah, they've had I some just, good guys. I looked at his stat. I just found him just because he's like one of the most productive players in the tight ends in the country. He's, you know, he's got, I think this is over six games. So he's got like eight touchdowns in six games. And he's got like 115 yards per game or something, which is pretty good for a tight end. Um, so anyways, he's a guy to look out for. Uh, really good ball skills. So, Yeah, out of the state of California, Washington goes in and pick, picks him off. But 47-14 and eight, yeah, that's the line we've got for him. That is super impressive for a tight end. Um, and so, uh, and he's got kind of requisite size. I think I saw six, four, two thirty already. So, um, you know, definitely a good mound of clay to mold when he hits that college weight room and college campus. So, uh, good name to put on the radar. I mean, I think with tight ends, it's always nice to have names because we're not going to draft a lot of these guys, but if you hear that they're popping, you hear that they're running with the first team, these guys are often outside of, you know, the top three or four uh, in a class, like they're going to be on waivers. Look, Luke has for Arkansas. Like, I bet you he was not drafted, but if you knew the name, you heard of one game, you can act quickly. So I think it's really important to know these names, even if you may not draft them in your initial freshman draft. That's why we give them to you. All right, guys, we're at 30 minutes. That's what we love to see. Got through all the players. Um, a lot of nice updates there. Thank you, as always, to YouTube for mining a lot of these videos and doing the stats, preparing the show. I just sit here and point guard it a little bit, but you guys are doing the work in the paint uh, to cross sports with the analogy there. But, um, you know, appreciate everything you guys do. And thank you for tuning into The Official. We'll be back next week. This has been The Official. Oh, my God.